Are you confused about writing? Do you not know where to start or even how to finish? Do you love writing so much that it burns deep in your soul but you still don't know how to meet your goals? Are you looking for a little inspiration that will take you on a writer's vacation? Then let us all write together. Let us all write our way. Hello, my friends. Welcome, welcome to Write Our Way. I'm your host, Patrick Starks, and today we're going to talk about how we can make our writing a little bit more poetical. Well, the first way to learn how to make your writing more poetical is by studying poetry. The first thing is we got to understand what poetry is, and I assure you that poetry is not just making rhymes. It is so much more than that. Trust me, don't get me wrong. I love rhymes. I am a wordsmith, so I love it when we can come up with a whole bunch of words or have this huge vocabulary of words and somehow miraculously make them go together. Now, I'm not saying that you can't do this in your stories. I mean, (laughs) look at the children's books, right? Like Dr. Seuss and whatnot. And I'd say for the most part, if you're going to see any type of rhymes, like on a consistency, that's most likely going to be in children's books for sure. In other words, they also call it nursery rhymes, if you will. But yeah, let's let's go back to the book. So or your short story or or anything you're trying to write. That's a story. (laughs) Let's go back to that and let's think about what the meaning is behind making your writing poetical. I mean, basically what we're talking about here is making your words sound a little bit more juicy instead of so straight to the point. You know, if you're going to say something like, oh, she cried. You know, that's not really appealing. Uh, I mean, that's probably good when you put that after a dialogue. And it's not bad after a while, but at some point it gets a little um, old. And we want to convey a strong emotion, right, when we're telling our stories. And so the best way to convey this strong emotion is by being a little over-exaggerative when we explain a certain scene that's happening in the story. Instead of saying she cried, let's say something like her tears fell down the side of her face like rain to window glass. You see the difference there? And so the difference is we're putting an image in our reader's head. And so what's happening is they're actually thinking about the last time they saw rain fall on a window. And they're thinking about how that would look on the girl's face. And so now it doesn't look so straightforward as she cried because that's very broad, right? It looks sounds like she could just be a little sniffle, a tear, or two tears here. But to window glass, it's like she's bawling. She's really, really sad about something. And again, you just can't say that straightforward. I mean, you could, but again, it's just not as appealing to your reader when you say it the other way. If we just said, oh, she's bawling out her tears... That's something you would say maybe in a real life conversation, but for a book or a story or short story or again, whatever type of writing you're doing for your story, you definitely want to convey this type of exaggeration to give a strong emotion that visually inputs something in our readers' heads. And so in short, by doing this, we are therefore making our story more poetical. But again, my friends, in order to know this, you've had to read some poetry. 
So you definitely need to go out and read poetry, uh, read some Maya Angelou. And just going back to what I said before, you know, again, these words that you're trying to give to your reader to have a better image visually of what's going on, they don't need to rhyme because you just saw it yourself or sorry, you just heard it yourself. I didn't rhyme at all to that. I could, but I didn't because it was not necessary for me to rhyme. Now you can go ahead and Google the definition of poetry if you like, but I didn't bother doing this and I didn't want to read this to you guys because I wanted to go with a definition based off what I've read and how I feel. And poetry to me, honestly, is like the first form of like CG or something like that. I know I'm being over-exaggerative again, but that's how I feel about it because poetry is all about expression. It's about visually putting something in your viewer or reader's head to get a sense of what the scene might look like because not like today, they didn't have that type of stuff back then to actually show us exactly what's going on. Now we have all this technology and CG again that can show exactly what we're what we see in our own heads, what we would like others to see. And so to do that, people like Shakespeare himself had to be very exaggerative about what they wanted us to see. And this doesn't just go for poetry. This goes for all forms of art, from Michelangelo to Leonardo da Vinci. We look at all their creations. They're all very exaggerative. But I think that's the beauty to it, guys. You know, just think about that. The exaggeration. We all have that in life, right? Life is very exaggerative. We tend to over-exaggerate on certain situations in our life that aren't really all that big of a deal. You know, not to school anybody on this, but I'm just speaking from what I've learned down the road growing it up into my, you know, 30s. Uh, I just thought about that on the fly, just how, how beautiful that is because every form of art we do is related in some sense to life. It's very close to reality. It's like how people, you know, when they read fiction, they're like, oh, well, fiction's all fake and stuff. It's like, not necessarily. It really depends on the author. And usually most authors, their characters are going to be pretty close to somebody they know in real life or pretty close to their own personas. Because we all have more than one persona, right? So you might not see that in the author, but that might be another form of them that we just don't know. Or another form of them yet that they're not willing to show. It's deep. <laughs> it's very deep, guys. But this is what I love about writing so much and the form of art is because you can learn a lot about somebody. You can learn a lot about just life in general when we dive deep into our stories. And that's why I do these episodes, this is why I talk with you guys about this so you can get a deeper look into writing because I know a lot of times when we're reading books, we just read it word for word. We're not actually thinking about the writer's intent. And I think as writers, we have to be kind of critiquers, even though it doesn't matter what level that author is. They could be really, really notable in the writing community. It does not matter. Still critique them and get a sense of their intent behind their words. What are they trying to give us? What are they trying to get us to see? Because there's always an Easter egg, as they would say, <laughs> to the story. There's always something a little deeper that 
we're sometimes not willing to dive deep into or do the research for. But I assure you guys, <laughs> this is not something that's boring. This is absolutely fun. It's like finding Waldo, right? <laughs> it can be pretty, pretty uh, fun. That game as a kid was so fun. It, it was harder than it looked, you know, because there was always more than one Waldo, if I'm correct. Or I could be wrong. I could be fooled. I think there was some 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 fake <laughs> Waldos within the within those pictures, and you had to actually spot out the real Waldo, uh, which was crazy. But that stuff was so uh, iconic back in the day when I was younger. And it's like now, as I write, it's kind of the same scenario. It's versus writing or reading. I'm trying to find something. I'm trying to find something from the reader or I'm trying to find something that I can deliver the audience within my story. Nothing that's very deep. And especially when you're writing your own story, it's it's a lot of deep work sometimes. You know, Stephen King has said a lot of times like he didn't have a dark life or anything like that for the stories that he's written. However, there is a darkness to him that he's not willing to say. I promise you that. There is something. He's a sweet guy, but there's something else that's deep that attracts him to that darkness of stories and somewhere down there is something beautiful whatever it is it's benefited him a lot and it's a very creative side of him and a very strong expression form of him and so when you do your writing think about that like don't be afraid to show that other form of you because that strongest form of you is going to be what connects you to so many other people and not just writers, but, you know, just just everyday people in life, you know, and I think that's really great. And uh, just that alone is poetical, don't you think? But just going back to what I was saying about making your writing more poetical, you know, a lot of people will say it's metaphors and it is. That's another term for it. But I think calling it poetical is so much more honorable for the form of writing for the form of storytellers because what we do is very close to poetry especially on the fiction side non-fiction eh. <laughs> I'm not gonna I, I honestly don't know but it, it would be really cool to see a book that they have that uh, does that I would if anybody has any recommendations that'd be really great to hear from you all um, but yeah fiction is one of those things that's really close in comparison to poetry really is like it's no joke i mean you have to have some form of it to make your story appealing guys and that's the honest truth but that's what makes it fun right i would highly recommend you guys do this because it's going to take away from your writing feeling you know boring or just wearing you down it's going to be a lot more fun when you start getting more clever about how you convey your images to your readers or should I say your scenes to your readers it's going to be a lot more fun and you're going to appreciate your story so much more but honestly I'd say my final tip is uh, don't go crazy on this right again this is not a children's book if you're writing a short story but if you're writing a children's short story yeah but it's not if it's not related to children if it's just straight up fiction rather be romance horror drama whatever science fiction yeah, you know, just just pace yourself on using those expressions, you know, just really fine tune your story, figure out what key points in the story you really want to do that, what key points in the dialogue you want to insert those in there. And uh, like I said, just be really creative. It's like playing chess, you know, it's 
there's I want to say there's no wrong or right move but there there are some wrong moves and one of them is doing it too much because <laughs> then people are going to start thinking well is this a children's book what am I reading here but then there's been times where it's like it's a children's book it it acts like a children's book but the content is very adult <laughs> so then people are either going to like it or not like it because then it's like an insult to their intelligence I would say because it's like you're saying that they can only read on a child level which yeah it doesn't work especially if you're doing like a YA novel or just a full-blown adult novel uh, it just does not work um, but I'm not opposed to it I mean I think if you're very creative and clever about it you can pull it off I have seen it before I can't remember what stories that I read online but they're very clever and you can do it because it's still entertaining right even to read a children's book so if you can somewhat articulate that or insert that into a YA novel or an adult book then that more power to you I mean that's that's amazing that's that's crazy that's a b-a-n-a-n-a-a you know that's that's bananas <laughs> but yeah guys let me quit rambling off uh again I hope you enjoyed this episode again really read some poetry you know poetry is very very fun there's a lot of great writers on instagram that do poetry and yeah check them out they're really great and get some inspiration to maybe you know write some poetry of your own you know i think practicing poetry will as well help aid your you know exaggeration in your stories so definitely do that as well you know but uh as always guys you know it <laughs> Always a pleasure speaking with you. Uh, keep doing what you're doing. Love you all. You know, keep keep fighting a good fight. Keep writing. Uh, again, stay stick to those deadlines. Don't forget. Last episode we talked about managing books, so stick to those deadlines. Keep writing. The more you chip away at your book, the faster you will get it finalized. The faster you can get that bad boy published. So we want to get that. We want to get our great stories out to our readers so they can enjoy it just as much as we have. So. Again, please, please, please stick to those deadlines. I know it's hard. Life gets busy. Life gets hard. But as long as we stick to the deadlines, nothing can get us down. All right, guys. Again, as always, come and child again. Imagine my friends. And I'll see you guys soon.